Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. It's time for Fibber McGee and Molly. Sundays through Thursdays, NBC brings you Fibber McGee and Molly transcribed. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Ralph Goodman and directed by Max Hutto. Here are Fibber and Molly before we get into our story. Babies, babies, babies. I never saw so many cute-looking baby pictures before. I like the one that's peeking out from under the blanket. <laughs> you mean the little fellow that wants to know if he's covered? That's him. And that's a good question, too. Lots of people have been asking that lately. Friends, McGee and I are looking at some of the wonderful baby photographs in a little booklet put out by the Prudential. It's called Plain Talk, and it answers the questions you've been asking about Social Security. Questions like, uh, am I covered? How much will my family get if I'm not here? How much will I get when I'm 65? This 30-page booklet gives you easy-to-understand facts and figures on Social Security benefits and how much they are and how to get them. It's just loaded with information. And loaded with those baby pictures we were talking about. They're cute and amusing, like we said, but they also do a good job pointing up those all-important questions and answers on Social Security. You can get a copy of Prudential's Plain Talk Without Cost. Just scribble your name and address on a card and send it to Fibber McGee and Molly, Box 1212, Newark, New Jersey. Mr. and Mrs. McGee acquired a visitor night before last, a noisy little redhead who wakes them up every morning with a horrible clatter. He's taken up residence in the oak tree in the front yard, and the noise he makes sounds like this. You see there? You see, Mr. Wimple, right near the top of the tree there? That dirty little... Oh, yes, yes, I see him. Oh, he's a noisy one, isn't he? You said it. We didn't get a wink of sleep after daybreak this morning on account of that, 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 that... Melanerpes ethrocephalus. Yeah, th- huh? Well, that's the Latin name of the red-headed woodpecker. That's what he is. Yeah, dead-rented pest. The woodpecker family is quite large. However, there is the Dryobates velosus, or hairy woodpecker, Mm -hmm. the Dryobates scalaris, or ladderback branch of the family. Well, I wish they'd all have a nice big family reunion somewhere, and he'd go join his relatives. In Alaska, preferably. Oh, they never get that far north, Mrs. McGee. You see, the Melanerpes... Yeah, that's why we asked you to come over here, Wimp. You know all about birds and stuff, and maybe you can figure out how we can get rid of him. Well... Well, Of course, I don't mean shoot him or anything. Molly won't let me do that. But if we could just trap him and give him to the zoo, or maybe ship him to Russia or something. Shut up, that dreaded pest. Oh, my. This does call for stern measures, doesn't it? And if I could get a bead on his stern with my slingshot, I'd blow the... Hush, hush, dearie. Have you any suggestions, Mr. Wimple? Four o'clock this morning he was banging away at the tree. Hey, I got an idea. Good. What is it? What is it? Food. That's how we can catch him, with food. That's how we caught Doc Gamble. (laughs) Molly had a pie cooling in the window one day, and that night when we sat down to dinner, there was Doc across the table from us, and he's been with us most of the time since. (laughs) Oh, McGee. Serious, though, Wimp. The way to trap anything is with food, right? And Molly is a great cook. Right. So what does a woodpecker eat? Grubworms. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, let's see. What's another good idea? That, Brad, I got to think of something. Hi, someone. everybody. Hi. Oh, hello there, oh, Keeney. How are you? 
Hey, we're pretty busy now, so you better run along. Hey, hey, did you know you got a woodpecker up there in your tree, did you? That's what that is, a woodpecker. Mm. <laughs> you hear him? I'd get rid of him if I were you because... Teeny, look, go in the house and get yourself a cookie, huh? We're very busy out here now. Well, I don't know what you're doing, but if I were you, I'd quit it and start getting rid of that woodpecker right now. He gets up at 4 o'clock in the morning, and boy, they're the noisiest. Get two cookies. Get six. And stuff them all in your mouth at once, because if you keep yapping about Oh, the... McGee, don't talk like that to the oh, child. Gee whiz, how are me and Wimp going to figure out how to get rid of that pest if she keeps... Who's a pest? I'm talking about the woodpecker. The other pest. We're trying to figure out some way to get rid of him. Oh, Hey, I know what. What? I'll go get Miss McGillicuddy to come over here, mister. She lives right next door to us, and she'll know how to get that woodpecker out of that tree. No, no, no. We already got help, Teeny. Yes, Mr. Wimple knows all about birds, Teeny, and he's going to tell us what to do. Uh, yes, just as soon as I can think of it. Now, let me see. Uh, we could take a long-handled net. I still say let's get Miss McGillicuddy over here. I don't mean to be impolite. Hey, wait a minute. I got another idea. Mr. McGee, I was talking. Wimp, you can tell by looking at the bird about how old he is, can't you? Well, is that a young woodpecker or an old one? Mr. McGee, I oh, was... Oh, he's quite young, that fellow is. Can't have been out of the nest more than a few weeks. Mr. Wimple, I was talking Good, when... good. As long as he ain't too smart, this idea may work. What is the idea, dearie? Well, you'll see, kiddo. Oh, it's terrific. Well, come on in the house with me. Wimp, you can give me a hand, too. Will somebody please... All righty, but what is... Molly, you can get my toolbox out. Toolbox, right. I'm anxious to find out what... Wimp, you go out back and bring the ladder around. The ladder, right. Now, let me see. I'll need a brace and bit and a drill about this big around. And if this bird is as young and stupid as Wimp says... Well... I must say this older generation doesn't show much respect for its youngers. I'll just go get Miss McGillicuddy over here anyhow. And when this big idea of Mr. McGee's fizzles out, like it always does, they'll be glad I brought her and they'll say, Thank you, Teeny. Thanks to you and Miss McGillicuddy. You're a smart little girl, Teeny. There's more fun with the McGee shortly. The better you know America, the better the future looks. Great changes are taking place today with equally great opportunities that promise a brighter future for every American. Every month, our population is increasing enough to make a city the size of Syracuse, New York, or Tulsa, Oklahoma. In spite of inflation and higher prices, we have twice as much spending power now as in 1940. And even though employment has fallen off in some areas, we still have 20 million more jobs than in 1939, with a vast program of plant expansion underway. To the tremendous, compelling needs of this greater, growing, changing America, add the miracles of atomic power, electronics, and biochemistry, of jet propulsion and supersonic flight, with their limitless possibilities and opportunities. The better you know America, the better the future looks. Get the facts free in the exciting illustrated booklet, The Future of America. Just drop a card with your name and address to Box 1776, Grand Central Station, New York. There you are, Mr. McGee. You're bracing bit. Good. About that size drill ought to do it. Would you mind repeating that, McGee, this idea of yours? It's simple. I merely climb this tree here and drill lots of holes in it, about the size of a quarter, all around the trunk. Yes. And then I stuff these caramels in the holes. 
The gummy ones Aunt Sarah gave us for Christmas, remember? Now, that's the part that I don't... Don't you get it? When our noisy little friend starts banging his beak against the trunk and hits one of these caramels, wham! What? Just like it happened to me the day I couldn't talk for a week. Good heavens, is that the idea? Sure, and while he's trying to pull his beak loose, I'll sneak up behind him and throw my fishing net over him. Oh, gracious. Yeah, ingenious, ain't it? Tell me, Pine Top, did you think that up out of your own head? Oh, oh hi, Lon. Hello, Dr. Gamble. Hello. See you. Then you heard my idea, huh? Yes, and if I were you, when you climbed that tree, I'd keep my hat on. Because the type of head that hatches ideas like that is made of just the right material for woodpeckers. Oh, is that so? <laughs> oh, that's funny, Dr. Gamble. That's a funny one. You back again, Teeny? Hello, Teeny. You agree with my diagnosis, huh? Sure. I tried to tell him about it. I had Miss McGillicuddy trap that woodpecker for him, but nobody listened from... Hmm, boy, these are... Awful good, Miss McGee, and they don't get stuck in your teeth if you're careful. Hey, give me back my caramel. That ratatini. Oh, now, McGee, stop being such a grouch. Well, gee whiz. Is somebody going to give me a hand with this ladder, or ain't they? I want to get this trap installed. You know, this just might work. It might? The woodpecker is a rather nervous bird and works very fast. Perhaps by accident, he might, just might... And I'm not saying he will. Well, if there's any chance at all, it's good enough for me. I'm not looking forward to another sleepless morning. Oh, there's your woodpecker. He's across the street. That's him, all right. Now, come on, let's hurry. Put the ladder against the tree here, Wink. That's it. Now, Doc, help him steady it. Okay. Just a waste of time. Easy now. Easy. That's it. Good. Now, hold it steady for me. Molly, hand me the bracing bit in that bag of caramels. Won't work. Hold the ladder, men. I'm going up. After I get the holes drilled and bait them with caramels, we'll all hide around the side of the house where we can watch. Well, I hope it works so we can sleep tonight. I guarantee it. Boy, if I don't catch that bad ratted woodpecker with this great idea of mine... Yes? We'll move. Everybody, here he comes. He's circling the tree. Yeah. Move over, Teeny. I can't see. It don't matter. Nothing's gonna happen. Molly, make her move now, over. Now, Teeny, be quiet. He's still circling the tree. Goodness. You think he's suspicious? It's hard to tell. This woodpecker is a very clever little bird, you know. Not clever enough to escape Miss McGillicuddy, I betcha. Who is this McGillicuddy she keeps talking about? Oh, it's some friend of Teeny's. Yeah, she keeps harping how if we let this Miss McGillicuddy take over, she'll catch our woodpecker just like that. Ah. She will, too. Mm-hmm. You'll see. I brought her over, and she's around front, waiting on your front porch. On our front porch? I didn't see anybody with you, Teeny. What are you... Watch it, everybody. Quiet. He's heading this way. He sees her, I betcha. He sees Miss McGillicuddy. He's swinging around the house. He's heading for the front porch. Sure, just like I told you. There he goes, swooping down. Look, right into the cage. Oh, boy. The cage? Hey, there is a cage on your porch what? there. Where'd that come from? I brought it. I tried to tell everybody, but... Yeah, but I... Well, gee whiz, Teeny, Oh, but... good gracious, look. There are two woodpeckers in there. A boy woodpecker and a girl woodpecker. Why, you're right, for goodness sake. Sure. The girl one is Miss McGillicuddy. What? Mm-hmm. She lives next door with my nature teacher, and she gets so lonesome in that cage by herself, <laughs> so that's <laughs> why... Oh, <laughs> Hi, George Teeny, you're a smart little girl. Thank you. Hey, let's not stand here, Gavin. Quick, somebody, close that cage. Ah, peace at last.
We'll say goodnight to Fibber and Molly in a moment. This coming weekend, monitor NBC for a new and exciting radio premiere. You'll soon find out that you've never heard a program such as Monitor. Starting this weekend, Monitor will be over 40 hours long, starting early Saturday mornings and running into late Sunday night. What is Monitor? It would be easier to describe the impact of a bullet, the gliss of a harp, the speed of sound. Monitor is so new, so big, so different, it defies description. The only way to find out is to hear this unusual show premiering this weekend on NBC Radio. Monitor is the entire world at your fingertips. Radio at its live immediacy, entertainment, information, ideas such as you've never heard before. Monitor may bring you a complete Broadway show, a ride in a jet, a walk down a street in Paris or a news bulletin before it becomes news. Be sure to hear Monitor this weekend along with your old friends Fibber McGee and Molly and the Great Gildersleeve. And remember, Monitor NBC. Ah, boy, oh boy, it sure is peaceful around here with that dead red woodpecker safely locked up <laughs> It is indeed, I'm certainly looking forward to some sleep tonight Me too, I gave Teeny a buck for that trapping job, but it was sure worth it because, boy, I... Hey, hey, Mr. McGee, Mr. McGee, guess what, guess what happened? Uh-oh What happened, Teeny? What, what? I was going home and I tripped and I dropped the bird cage and the bottom fell out. Oh no. Two of them this time. Ah, oh, for the good night. Good night, all. Fibber McGee and Molly is an NBC Radio Network production transcribed with Bill Thompson as Mr. Wimple and Arthur Q. Bryan as Dr. Gamble. Well, Woodpeckers will be woodpeckers. We'll let it go at that. Drop around again Sunday, won't you, as the old-timer causes some concern to his friends. This is John Wald bidding you good night. Monitor takes you everywhere each weekend on NBC Radio.